0: Carpet and hang with the stars, going upstream with Breitbart and Meliz Calloway show.
1: And he is ninety four point five. Joining us right now, Jerome. Good morning.
0: Hey. How
1: hey, are you? I'm good. I'm good. Hey, listen, I wanted to ask you a question. Uh, you know, we've been seeing a lot of, of Netflix. Uh, you know, we saw what happened with the Tiger King uh, when COVID started. And I don't think Tiger King would have been as popular if, um, you know, we didn't have COVID. But... uh what? <laughs> I don't think Carol so. Baskin? Come Great on, villain. that Great has a that villain. has a lot of Myrtle Beach um, information in there too. By the way, uh, but Netflix grew. You know, all these shows people were binge watching; they were stuck on the couch. It's tanking now. It's it seems like all these stories coming out about subscriptions being pulled and shows being canceled. Give us the lowdown yeah. on that. Is it wokeness uh, gone awry, or is it COVID? Uh,
0: no, I think it is what my. Uh great, great colleague, John Nolte, called Netflix's library is a $1 billion pile of crap. Um, and that didn't happen overnight. Uh, but, you know, they came out of the gate really strong with, you know, shows fronted uh, by veteran actors. Um, you know, House of Cards uh, was great. It just just They were really being taken seriously as a studio. Uh, and in the intervening years, they have turned themselves into a laughing stock. I mean, honestly, if you go through the Netflix library, you you will see some gems, but you really do have to wade through a lot of crap to mm-hmm. find it. And yeah. with all of the options, not just in linear TV and streaming TV, um, but, but social media, entertainment, uh, sports games... People raising their families, um, even outside of, you know, when the pandy was over, uh, the world doesn't sort of revolve around Netflix. And I think they pay it a price. It doesn't help that such a large share of their workforce are just reflexively leftist, not even really liberal. I mean, I think I think a good share of their workforce are leftist. It reflects in their political donations, 2016 and 2020. Um, And as we say at Breitbart News, when you go woke, you go broke.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Now, I have to ask you this question because um, I, in doing this job, and uh, you might agree, you come across a lot of people that really just don't pay attention. They're not scrolling Twitter (laughs) 24-7. Twitter could be like an echo chamber. So you know all the time, and so is social sure. media. People say everyone's posting about it, but it's like the same twelve people. Um, and and when you most people who are the millions of people who are watching Netflix, they have to be scratching their head at some of these storylines. Like what? Like uh, is this well, supposed to is I mean, is it life reflecting art or art reflecting life? I, I mean, I, I I hope not.
0: Well, well, I I will say you know it sometimes. I do the exercise of sort of stepping all the way back, like taking a 30,000 foot view of the situation. And Netflix has shot itself in the foot just from a brand standpoint. We see the polling coming out about how Disney has 100% name recognition, but their negativity uh, favorability is 63%, which is horrible for a brand. And Netflix, sort of did that. They had the cuties controversy, which we've talked about. Yes. Um, You know, most people just sort of looked at that story and thought that Netflix was hosting, you know, soft child pornography. Mm -hmm. You know, they didn't really pay attention to sort of the nuances of the film. You had the AG, Kim Paxton in Texas bringing, you know, suit against Netflix. Um, But then, you know, even before that, Netflix had a gay Jesus comedy, series coming out of Brazil. Like, I mean, you know, some, some people might find it funny. Hell, I, I I may have laughed while editing a story or two on it, but I could see how it might offend a large share of people who maybe, you know, sort of downplayed the fact that Netflix also has continuously raised its prices while continuously pumping out sort of mediocre fare. And so just time and time again, I could see Netflix just stepping on one rake after another and it, and it has cost them. Mm.
1: Yeah. uh, And Uh, uh,
0: uh, yeah, I I, I want, I want to add one more thing. Um, It is so easy to find conservative creatives out there. They're, they're everywhere. And if Ted Sarandos and Reed Hastings, the co-CEOs of Netflix actually wanted to turn that stock around, Mm -hmm. just, just call the leadership at Breitbart News because our masthead and our executive team is filled with people who have worked in Hollywood as directors, as writers, as producers. Uh, and, and just it, it, they're, they're, they're brilliant people. Trust me, I work with them every day. Hmm. You, you have to create content that the other half of the country gives a damn about. And until net, I mean, Netflix can do it. I, I, ABC won't do it. NBC Universal won't do it. Disney won't do it. They're way too tied to China. I'm not saying that Netflix isn't, but by and large, Netflix can operate in a way in that country that most of these other corporate machines don't. And until until a, a company like Netflix, a studio like Netflix realizes that they you can't just ignore half of a potential audience base, then they're going to continue to sink.
1: You know, I, I I really do think it's um, not so much uh, ignoring it, but actually intentionally trying to indoctrinate people that that are you know that may think a certain yeah. way, or may may or may not be paying attention to what's going on in society. And if you yeah. constantly show them what what normal should look like, you know. Um, eventually, There's you'll that. soften them up. I mean, that's what media does. It, it softens there. you up. I mean, the first kiss with Ellen—I'll I'll never forget that. You know, sure. and that was like a big deal. Um, look how far we've come since then. How quickly yeah. that moves. When it's—that's the whole point of this segment, the upstream was, part of it.
0: Uh, no, that was the mid—that was the mid-90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Supreme Court had was still 20 years away from you know arguing the changing of the definition of marriage that, that Ellen kiss, uh, it's funny because she was also blackballed by Hollywood, her words, because she was gay. Uh, mm-hmm. but that Ellen kiss was, you know, at least 10 years before Bruce Jenner became Caitlyn Jenner, yeah. which ushered in, you know, the whole transgenderism phenomenon. Uh, that is, you know, politics certainly being downstream from culture. Um, but again and this is this is the point i'm about to make is very hard sort of for a lot of conservatives to understand like when we talk about media uh cnn's ratings msnbc's ratings like the, the corporate entities that own the news divisions don't actually care about ratings um they they care about what you just talked about actually maintaining control of the news narrative day mm-hmm. by day by day. Um, I do think that that has to change eventually um, because of the world-changing events like the coronavirus pandemic. When, you, when the media scares the hell out of older people away from the theater, you know, that helps the film division of the corporate machine. Um, and, and so, you know, again, I, I, the nature of the beast is for these, for the, the entertainment studios to, to, to sort, it just seems like now they're into sort of wokeism and Mm -hmm. indoctrination, much like the news division, but the almighty dollar, like the, the shareholders and the commitment to the board, Mm -hmm. that stuff is reality. And we're seeing that at Disney for an example.
1: Yeah, exactly. We're we're talking with Jerome Hudson of Breitbart. This is our upstream segment. Um, we don't have time right now to flesh out this whole Tucker Carlson, uh, two thousand mule story where he and Fox News are being accused of not touching it with a 10-foot pole. But, um, you know, Trump actually, you know, in light of what you're saying, he was talking about it and he was pretty mad. He's saying that Fox News is changing. Um, he's been saying that and we all see it happening. Uh, Tucker is like the last bastion of of, you know, real independent reporting along with Maria Bartiromo. Uh, uh, Bottero- I can't always get her name wrong, but you know, Bartiromo yeah. there. Yeah. And, um, uh, and what Trump said was uh, that someone should buy CNN and since it's failing anyway, get it real cheap and turn it into a, cons- a real conservative news site. It was really kind of funny. Yeah, um, and, you know, there's a big turn away from, you know, most of the programming on Fox news. Uh, I mean, did you have any opinion on that?
0: Uh, You know, I actually watched 2,000 Mules um, last week. I I was a little belated uh, to it for several different reasons. I had my lovely mother down from Savannah visiting me in Jacksonville. Oh, okay. But, yeah, I I watched 2,000 Mules, and I have to say it was compelling. The research Mm -hmm. uh, was very granular, and... I I actually had the thought, Liz. Why is it Fox News streaming this mm-hmm. on their gargantuan streaming service? Yeah. Because I because I just thought that it was not fringe at all. I, I just I, I, I my the constant refrain was this is very mainstream. Mm-hmm. And for all of the talk from the left, Joy Reads and the other idiots at MSNBC. <laughs> and CNN about the big lie and all of the elected officials and all of the consultants who called the 2020 presidential election the safest election in the modern history. Like, even even if those people, like, believe that, which I, which I don't think they do, like, 2000 Mules is a documentary.
1: Mm-hmm. It is
0: a documentary that is making very, serious accusations. Yep. And, and showing the backing, receipts. It's showing the... Yeah, and, they're, and they're backing it up with world-class data and mm-hmm. research. <laughs> Real-time yep. tracking data. Surveillance video. Like, if you... This is the problem. This is why the left in this... The November election will start this, Liz. You cannot continue to lie to people and talk to people as if they are worthless and they are meaningless, and, and, and enact policies mm-hmm. that quite literally treat them as if their lives and their livelihoods don't matter. Yeah. Like you, you can't, you can't tell people that the 2020 presidential election was the safest in history, <laughs> and then you see a documentary yeah. where the the researchers say they have four million minutes of of, of literal people stuffing ballots ballot busters. and
1: taking pictures of it it's <laughs> unbelievable you know um hillary's uh, america that was another one he did it really uh, cha- it connected That's a lot of dots connected a lot of dots for me and i haven't seen two thousand mules yet i heard he lowered the price to 1999 wanted to make it more accessible Ooh. so if anybody's yeah. interested now's the time I'll, and I have, uh,
0: to, I have to i have to i i i'm blessed with some connections. Okay. Uh, I'll, to, uh, I'll, make, I'll make some phone calls for you. All right. Um, no, it, it, I, I got to, I'm a very cynical person when it comes to politics because uh, I'll say Peter Schweitzer ruined me. I, I was a researcher <laughs> at his In government way. accountability. Yeah. I mean, you research a book that turns out uh, to be Clinton Cash. I mean, mm-hmm. what, what am I supposed to be, optimistic about US yeah. politics?
1: Yeah, he was but, writing on the money. Literally, I, I
0: do. I do see, though, um, that the house that Andrew Breitbart built is, mm-hmm. is it's all, it's actually coming to fruition. Mm-hmm. You know, again, there was Sarah, Sarah Palin and Breitbart and Trump. People are waking up and they're mm-hmm. realizing that the relationship between them, the taxpayer and their government is all wrong. It is yeah. awfully flawed. And they're going they're going to just not political people, just everyday Mm -hmm. hardworking men and women are are really participating in 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 politics. And I think they're getting really woke about culture and they're ignoring Hollywood. Right. They're turning off and cutting the cable news uh, channels.
1: Well, um, Jerome, we are out of time. We have to pick up next week, but I appreciate your time. This is our Upstream segment with Breitbart News and Jerome Hudson. Follow him at Breitbart.com. Thanks a lot, Jerome. We'll talk to you next week.
0: All righty.